do. I know what I'll do. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. We're here. That was that's been me all weekend, guys. Guys, so it's it's Sunday afternoon. Afternoon, like, evening. What day is it? Sunday. It's Sunday. I've been locked. I've been locked up inside my house since like Friday at noon, and I have kind of like lost track of time between like sleeping and waking up and just eating and at all different times. I've been sick. <clears throat> yes. If you can't. Yeah, tell from line this, up like, the microphone. A you can't tell yeah. from my like really like smoky, scratchy voice. Um, and so I've just bas- basically in bed for like the last I don't know how many days since since Friday. I went to work on Friday, and like by noon I was like I need to get the fuck out of here. And I went home and I went laid out in bed and I've been there ever since. And this is the first time I like walk out of the house since then. And you did it to come to my house. I did it to come to your house to record this podcast because the Moacas of the world need our voice. Absolutely. Um, Or, I mean, if it's not us, who? I know. And we're at an age where, you know, people don't care if you're sick. You have to get up and go anyway. (laughs) Dude, I've been thinking about this this whole weekend. And it's like two things that I thought of were like, one is that health is really fucking wealth. It really is. It really is. And two, being sick is such a waste of time. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier, but I don't know. Like I I, it's it's I find it a waste of time to to have that free time and be sick while you have that free time. You know what I mean? But it's still like sometimes it's good, right? You didn't feel no, you didn't. You didn't feel that. Okay. No. I have, I guess because now, like, I really do enjoy the time that I have when I'm, like, healthy and I'm doing my, I'm doing all the things that I enjoy to do, that this whole, like, being in bed and being bedridden um, and not doing anything. Like, I've sat, I've literally, like, been lying in bed just, like, either watching a television show or a movie of some sort and, or sleeping, with like meals and I showered today for the first time since Friday. So that was good. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. That's for, I did that for you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, but like, yeah. And then like you eat, but it's like, you're not like d- tracking what tracking. Yeah. No. Tra- tracking what? What? It's like, I just feel like eating and it's like, what can I eat? That's not going to make me want to like gag or like, what can I keep down or so it's just been like an endless, like, array of like carbs on carbs and just i mean it's like i just honestly like right now because i feel so shitty i'm just like i'm just gonna eat whatever the fuck i can keep down and that's it so yeah but it's true though i mean we we i wish it didn't take for us to get sick to realize like how important health is right And, and 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 the things we take for granted i mean it's that game it's always that game of like of of yeah, you got to be grateful for what you have. You got to you know all the there's the, the problems that we have are still the stressors, not problems. The stressors that we have are still legitimate stressors because as long as you're healthy, you're expected to take care of certain things in your life, right? And and that takes away the focus of like, hey, at least I have my health. I know right? that I have to definitely like slow it down when I get sick because if I don't, then it just I stay sicker longer, and that right. really fucking sucks. So yeah. that's kind of like I've learned that lesson in the forty years that I've lived. Um, and so now like, luckily I have the privilege of enjoying like sick leave. And so I do have that option of being able to like stay home. Like I probably won't go to work tomorrow. Oh, I'll probably man. stay home and just, and do like one last day 
of like nothing before I start to like climb myself out of this hole little by little. Man, you know, if we were neighbors, I'd go come over and just hang out with you tomorrow. <laughs> but we're not neighbors yet. 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 I'm moving and I'm moving like a block away from George's Carlos place. Carlos is so. coming over to my hood. Yeah. We're going to be hood bros. Yeah. The next, in the next two or three hoops, episodes. Carlos. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I laughed so hard oh. at, at that specific part of the last podcast the last episode that i mean i just it was on repeat because uh, i don't i still don't know why i use that reference i don't know so i've been funny. trolling carlos and i've been sending him like messages of like a little basketball player <laughs> or like a basketball emoji because he's such a baller <laughs> such a baller bro when's the last time you played basketball oh man i was i think I, it was in uh probably like when i was like around tw- in my mid-20s yeah really yeah really okay. yeah 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 no because now i mean any any bad movement in the wrong direction it might be the end of me so i haven't played basketball since the <laughs> 90s so that's and that's an easy like i know i haven't played basketball since the yeah, 90s so it's, it's even funnier yeah. of a reference the fact that that's the sport i picked yeah of everything like, yeah 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 like hey if i want to go play basketball you shoot hoops no man i don't even know why i said that <laughs> oh man well i'm glad that you're at least feeling a little better enough to get out of the house and i know that it's very man i i i feel that when because i'm still not feeling right from my cold and the reason is is because i haven't stopped to rest uh and that's my own fault as we've acknowledged in previous episodes already so i'm kind of like you know taking steps back and but that's a process in itself i can't just stop you know doing all the things i've been doing so so I've been nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And Wait, so like you were supposed to like slow that things down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have. And no, it's I mean, been a week and a day. Yeah. And have you taken, have you, have you slowed down? I've taken the steps, but the way everything works is that there's going to be a delay. Yeah, so, you're yeah, right. Yeah. So this month I'm working on all the things I've already had planned. And you're going to like tie up the loose ends. Yeah. And, and I, I can't back out of things now. So now when things are coming my way, I'm like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. No, I'm not available. You know, I'm resigning from the. So the, like maybe the, like in November things will be chill. I would say I would say as soon as November first. I would say as soon as November first things are back to kind of like more stable place, and I'm resigning from this uh, community mental health agency that I was working at. Um, and it's it's I, I was doing that work because it's kind of like my passion work. You know, working with adolescents, but. It was just that was for it being my passion work, like it was or my hobby work, if you will. Like it was really um, it was really causing me a lot of stress. Passion work. What does that feel like? Oh, what does it feel like when you say it's my passion work? Because to me, like passion and work going together is like kind of like, I don't know, like. I don't know. You know how the Cubans say arroz con mango? Arroz con mango. Arroz con mango. I love that. Which is delicious, by the way. I don't know know why. I mean, (laughs) rice and mango goes very well together. It's like Jamaican, like rice and pineapple. Have you had like a a pineapple salsa over some fish with some rice? It's delicious. So fucking good. Wait, hold on. So you're saying arroz con mango is actually a real thing? It's not the saying? Well, it's a Cuban saying, which is supposed to be something that is... You're mixing two things. Something strange. Something odd is happening. Okay. Which is because the... The, the, with with the like dissecting it is r- rice and mango is an odd pairing, but right. actually it's really fucking good. Oh okay, I gotta try that sometime. Yeah, man. it's fucking okay. delicious. Okay, yeah, All like right. a mango salsa over like some like Cajuny spiced fish over mm-hmm. like a white rice. Mm-hmm. Deli- delicious. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try it. So I mean, the, the, the saying doesn't hold water, but 
you know, passion work. Passion. Oh, passion work. I, passion work <laughs> to me is, it, like, for me, it's. I call it passion work because I think that working with adults is beautiful, but working with teenagers is is great because they're very very tough at the beginning. Because a lot of the cases I get, uh, they they don't want to be in therapy. It's mom or dad who have decided that they should get therapy, so mm-hmm. the resistance is definitely there at the beginning. But when you see that turnaround, you see that they start realizing things about themselves, or if that you have somebody with low self esteem, and you see you can almost like see the changes, and their self esteem is improving, and and they start doing things they weren't you know probably wouldn't have done. They're taking more chances or take more risks they're positive risks not negative risks and um and you just see them turn around you know and you just it's just really cool I, I love that whole process i love helping that that demographic that age group uh but it comes with a lot of uh legal stuff and a lot of paperwork and already when you're working with you know uh government agencies it's already you know a lot of a lot more paperwork than than it's mm. worth so um so yeah, so now that that's out, that's going to be a, a big a big release for me, a relief for me. But yeah, man, I think that you know with health is wealth. I think that's a really big part of it is knowing, uh, knowing when to, you know, find that stability. So, and but I it it goes it, but it goes to show you that I haven't recovered from my cold because of you know how everything has been going. I haven't been able to just you know I, I would love to just like take two days and just like rest. You know, so and I might I might do that soon, you know, but it's take this cold has lingered for sure. Yeah. Oh, and your your sweater. It's a tie dye hoodie. Yeah. And I am a fan. Thanks. That looks amazing. dude. Thanks. It's really cool. It's yeah. The, you know that company Ramwad? Yeah. Yeah. It's theirs. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. They did this like special edition like hoodies for Wadapalooza like two years ago. Okay, and I wanted one super bad and I missed out. And so like I went onto their website and you know how like sometimes when things are like sold out, you're like notify me when. Yeah. So they notified me like in August of last year, and I was like the worst time to buy a hoodie of in the course. middle of August. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I was like absolutely 100% click buy. I I will eventually wear it, it. Wear one it. day when I'm sick, even though it's hot outside, I'll feel cold. And that's the thing, like I don't know, like I love <laughs> I love the way that hoodies look. I love the aesthetic look of a hoodie, but in Miami, like it's never cold enough to wear one. I know. Like I know. it just gets hot after a while. So if I'm not wearing it. To like, like I'm wearing it now purposefully because like I feel like the more that I sweat, like the better that is for me. Yeah. Um. So I am trying to keep my temperature, my body temperature, a little elevated. Plus, David keeps the house like at like 65 degrees. Oh God bless. So that's I'm thinking that's one of the reasons why I got sick. Honestly. Um, Well, it's not the reason. It's probably like the change of temperature is more drastic because you're entering into like a fridge. Yeah. So, so yeah, I could could definitely affect you going inside outside thing. Yeah, for sure. Me and like my allergies. Anytime my allergies got wacky or like the the temperature starts to change. God, this sounds like such a viejo podcast. Uh, We're such old people. I know. Like this is really like this is old person talk. Old person talk. We're getting sick. All right. Well, the temperature is changing. (laughs) I'm getting. I got. I caught a cold. Or how about when when the temperature when it starts raining and your knees start hurting because it starts raining like that's like the most viejo. Happen to you? Yeah, it's the most viejo thing ever. It's the most viejo (sighs) thing ever. Like and it it really does happen. So, but I I know I I realized that's that that it was sounding like that. So I was about to shift gears and, oh, and no. ask you, uh-huh. 
how's the preparation going for the MIA Classic? Oh, well, I mean, I haven't done shit for three days. So I was supposed to, my one lifting day was supposed to be Saturday, and that was yesterday. And I spent it in bed, and I didn't do shit. I, what did I do? What have I seen? I saw all of Barry. Okay. So it's the show on HBO with Bill Hader. Okay. I watched that. And then that's all I did yesterday. Okay. But you are going to do the MIA Classic, correct? I mean, as of yet, as of now, yeah. Okay. Good. There you go, man. So that's going good. I have the goal of doing doing 110, 145. Okay. There you go. That's the goal. All right. All right. I like it. I said, and there's people who, like, I've been talking to that they're like, oh, if you want to be, like, if you want to compete in weightlifting, like, you should take it more seriously. Like, one day a week is not enough. Um... And they're they have a valid point, and with that to them, I say, okay, fine, you know, whatever works for you. Like, I'm not really in the mood to lift more than once a week, and so if one ten one forty five doesn't happen on MIA Classic, well, then that's that. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I missed you on the run today. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I can't believe you did three miles on the air runner. I again. did three what miles. What is it with you and that air runner? You love that thing I now, don't you? I love it. I really do. Thank you for introducing me it's to it. It's terrible. I don't find it so terrible. I find it. But you know why I, I don't find it why terrible? I feel like it's so much easier to run on that than it is to run outside. Oh, I just think it's because of the the resistance that could because i think because of, of my like the issues i have going on with my hips <laughs> this is such a viejo podcast the issues i have with my hips and my quad whatever it is i have going on with my quad that makes it feel like it's knee pain but it's really the quad issue just you know stomping my feet on the concrete is so much harder on my body that but the then, track isn't concrete the track no but the air run the air run what i'm saying is the air runner is softer it 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 it, it uh i don't even know i think the, it's psychosomatic you think so? Yes, I really do. That's incredible. I really think it's psychosomatic. I think you have made it. I think you think it, it's there's impact resistance, a little bit of more maybe, a little softer landing on the air runner, but it's not. Because that thing is a machine, that belt is on a concrete floor. It's probably worse to work out on our gym than it is to work out on that track. Look at that. And you know, you're probably right. I don't know. I, I don't know why I love it so much. Well, I mean, I was in the gym anyway because my kids are, are, yeah, are you know, that. getting trained there at that time on Sunday mornings now. So but uh, so I had nowhere else to be or yeah. to work out. But but you're probably right. The next time, because when we were at the track, I, I really felt, you know, pain shoot up when I was when we were trying to sprint and you were like flying by me. Um, yeah. Did you run sprints today? Yeah, on the on the air runner. I, okay. I wasn't supposed to because it's it was three miles conversational pace. Okay, and I kept it conversational probably for a mile, and then I was quickly like back into that fast pace. And I was, then I said, you know what? It's not conversational. I've gone this far. So then I started doing this thing where I would sprint every two minutes. So I started doing intervals. That's we did that workout. Bef- we've done that workout before. Yeah, I think the first time we yeah, did the yeah. air runner, I think that's when we did that. So or it, well, yeah, but it was but that's what I started doing. So every two minutes would go by, and I would just bolt. I'll just take off. Did you run the whole time or did you have to walk it out? No, point? no, no. I, I ran the whole time. Okay, look at you. Yeah, yeah. I ran the whole time. It felt good. Um, so, there, you know, Adri was there. She was doing her own workout. So she was like kind of coaching me through too. like breathe, you know, because like my breathing goes all over the place when I'm running yeah. and, and, you know, she's like breathe and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. My bad. Uh, so it was, it was, it was cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. I'm consuming 2,500 calories and I feel like my body is 
just processing all of it. Like my body is just like, give me more, give it, give it, give it, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. I need it. I need it. I need it. And it's making sense, dude. I cannot believe it. Like I don't, and, and, and I, I, and I do think that I'm, 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 I'm doing it. I'm just doing it right. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. I haven't slipped. I, um, I'm, I'm just, even if I have to isolate meals, I'm getting more creative with meals, which is really cool. Uh, but, but there've been times where I've had to like compartmentalize it. Like I get home and I'm like, okay, I need 46 grams of carbs. I just have one of those like instant rice things that, you know, I just heat it up in the microwave for a minute and put some Tabasco on it and just, okay. So it's just like get right now. You're just trying to getting the numbers in. Sometimes, most yeah. days I do it in a more natural way where it's not so much like that. But there's other days where I get busy during the day and I'm like, dude, I'm so behind on carbs. I just need to start, you know, and I just start finding like natural, you know, and just just pure carbs, you yeah. know, and uh, and rice, it's, it's going really friend. good. I've dropped five pounds. I feel great. I'm Wait, shrinking. another five from the four that you dropped last week too? No, no, no. Four, now five. So one pound. So okay, yeah, it. total of five. Since I started. Nice. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited. I feel, and, and even though I've been recovering from being sick and recovering from being super stressed, which, you know, I can't, I teach this stuff and it's really, as much as you preach it, as much as you teach it, it's still a bizarre experience when it happens to you. When, when you talk, when, and what I'm referring to is when I talk about how stress does create illness. You know, stress does affect your health. It really does. Not just your mental and emotional health, but your physical health. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You know, like I just, I bit, like, so I, I, I feel good energy despite of my body telling me you are exhausted. You know, it's, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, I can't imagine being this exhausted consuming 1800 calories a day. Like yeah, I would, no. I would probably be falling apart. Very likely. Very likely. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm in it, in it to win it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel good. I feel really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, but hopefully you and I will get better soon. I mean, I know that I'll get over this eventually because there's these I've had these infect these like sinus infections slash head colds before. So the whole goal is to keep it from turning into like a flu because it could definitely get that bad. Right. Once like my immune system starts to be a little bit like like repressed, like right. opportunistic infections and other things can come in. And so I'm just trying to keep all that stuff at bay. Right. But um I mean I'll try to work out on Tuesday. Yeah. Good. I'll try to work out on Tuesday. Good again at four thirty? What? At 4.30? Probably. Okay. I don't know, depending on my schedule. Okay. So, right. and then we have the open starts this week, so whatever that's going to be. And Yeah, the open starts this uh, there's week. There's like a whole, oh my God, and like everyone, I was like super pumped up for it, and then like I got this, I got sick, and now I'm just like, I don't even care. I, I don't know. You're, you're on right what team? Now. We have four teams at our at our CrossFit box. Uh, we have the, the Tigers, Wolves. Bears, bears, Panthers, and Panthers. So, so they, they were doing this intramural kind of uh, competition uh, around the CrossFit Open, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited, man. I'm, I'm like really looking forward to it. What team are you on? I am on the Wolves. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the Wolves, and uh, 
And yeah, man, I mean, I, 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 I'm just, I'm excited to work out. So I'm glad you'll be working out. Did your, did your team start their group chat already? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Is your, is your group chat lit? It is, uh, I, I, I have shut off notifications. Okay. Um, I am in, I think I counted 21 chats in WhatsApp. Okay. And I know to some people they're like, oh, that's such an amateur thing. And then to other people they're like, oh my God, that's a lot. To me, it's a lot. Okay. To me, it's a lot. And, and I, I am the type of person that I hate the concept of me not participating. Wait, why does everybody fucking use WhatsApp? We live in the United States. Like I thought WhatsApp was like an international thing. The reason I say that, it's really funny because um, David has a cousin who's married to this girl who they went, like who went to med school and he asked why she wasn't on the family Bialski web uh, group chat uh-huh. on WhatsApp and she's like I don't use WhatsApp that's for international users she's like I have iMessage everyone in the states uses iMessage and so I never thought of it like that but like why do every, everyone use WhatsApp well, instead of uh, iChat well I don't know I don't know if I agree with that because or first iMessage. of all there for, there's there's um what's the difference well the difference is is that this is just what I've heard and what I've experienced. It was, I don't even remember when this was, but I know that I've had like a couple of groups try to create a text group chat and then, but then things get messed up because like sometimes if you're not on iMessage, you won't get the messages. Like if you're on, oh, if you have a droid. Yeah, so got it. If you're like, ill droid. Right, yeah, exactly. So, so then WhatsApp <laughs> is just a safe, like a surefire way yeah, yeah. to make sure everyone's All getting the messages. Regardless yeah. of service provider. Well, and, and WhatsApp could be also less invasive because it's an, it's an external app. It's, it's so what you, you can turn off the notifications and you can, and it won't pop up on unless you open the app you know do you have like uh. big group chats and then like side group chats from the big group chat where you talk about the main group chat no 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 which probably means there's a side group chat where they're talking about 100% there is <laughs> yes 100% there is i can tell you because the answer to that question for me is yes 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 okay yeah yeah i mean that's um chat rooms are very the the psychology behind chat rooms is very very funny it's very interesting um especially how it translates to i always say i i look i i observe a conversation on whatsapp and i say i wonder what this would look like if we were all in the same room together right now you know um and and our level of communication the way we communicate behind a phone is very different than how we communicate in person um and 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 it's funny i don't know but but no i'm i'm not I, no no side chats uh for me but you have you have uh, like some, yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely because sometimes even though like you're friends with everybody in the group some people in the group are acting crazy and you need somebody else to be like, oh. is it just me or is person B acting crazy? And then like person C is like, yeah, person B is acting fucking crazy. Oh, or like I see. I you're see in a group you and like you want to you want to like plan a party or a surprise thing for a friend. And that friend is in the group chat. You need to have another group chat without that person in it. I see. Or if like that person starts acting oh. like a fucking dickhead and they, it's like it's time for them to fucking peace out from your group. So you start a whole nother group chat. And just don't include that person, oh. and then everyone leaves that one and goes to the new. I one. see. No, no, actually, yeah. no. Okay, so first of all, let me let me rephrase. Wait, my you're answer. not petty, Carlos. Oh, I, 
I can, I can be. I can <laughs> this be is very petty behavior. Carlos. I can be very. I could be very petty. Yes, we had this. I oh, I can't. I can't talk about it on the podcast. But we I had. Know. But we had. We had a, a quite an interaction about that. I was surprised that. that you said no because yeah. that's such petty no, behavior. No, but no, but I have to retract my statement. I okay. have to because because I do. But in, in for me, it goes from WhatsApp to texts. So, but it does happen. Now that you mention it, yes, it has happened. Yeah. Where, um, and nothing ever like mean, but sometimes, a lot of times more like concern, like, hey man, like what's going on? Like, have you noticed? Like, I'm not involved in any of my chats enough to create that kind of like, uh, you know, unless somebody is saying, why doesn't Carlos ever answer back in the chat? Then that's a different story. But I don't really create enough commotion in my chat rooms for there to be like a side conversation about it. But there have been times where, yes, where I'll text somebody outside of WhatsApp and be like, hey, man, what's going on with this person in the chat, dude? Do you think they're OK? Like, what should I you know, should we say something or that was awkward or, you know, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely mm-hmm. happened. And it, with it with with my band, we have a chat room. But then me and my guitar player, we have like this like text messaging thread going on where like oh okay did you get this answer you know so it's the answer is yes yeah yeah and can i be petty yes can can't we all be petty though i mean yeah i mean isn't that like um sometimes it's uh we regress in our relationships to we go back to like the middle school version of ourselves and we you know, we, we, we can get pretty yeah, petty. Let the ego take over. Let like 100%, the ego. Yep. Yeah. All the time. Let the ego take over. Absolutely. And it's like, it's, it's kind of, I liken it to eating like a very delicious processed dessert that tastes really good, but eventually it makes your stomach hurt. Right. You know? Yeah. So like in the moment you're like, yeah. But then like after a while you're like, oh fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. wasn't great. That wasn't great. <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> Whatever. It's, yeah. It tasted delicious. It was still fucking felt good in the moment. Yeah, dude. You know? yeah. yeah, like sometimes I want to snap back. like some, Because I'm amazed sometimes like how mean people could be. Like I, I it really strikes me sometimes. Like I've had being people, mean is like a superpower though. I, I, yeah, it is. And and some people are really good at it. Like mm-hmm. me, like I'm good at defending myself, but I don't say mean comments to people, right? Like I, I don't like. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a mean comment? All, all the time. Like as a, did you ever get like picked on? Or like harass. Yeah. I wouldn't say. I mean, bullied is such a that term gets tossed around and has so many different severity le- levels. But like, did you ever felt like? Did you ever get teased or picked on a lot? Oh, like I, a lot. Man, when I when I moved to Chile, uh, when I was ten, I was living in Miami, minding my own business, loved my school, loved my friends. I had friends in the neighborhood. I fr- had friends at school, um, and everything was going great. Uh, my my uncle, my mom's brother came into town he he from chile and he was you know working on a bunch of businesses my mom was in the hotel industry bottom line is he opened up a hotel in chile and moved me and my family to chile and when i got to the school in chile it was like i got called because now things have changed but back then i mean americans were just in size much bigger at any given age than kids in south america so i i got to the school and i was the tallest biggest thickest kid in i my spanish was horrendous what did they call right? you uh, and no they would they would like they would Ogro. like yeah and they did would they like really? yeah and they would like walk around and like they'd pinch me really hard oh no yeah Ooh, that's a, oh yeah 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 and um you know they would they would do things to get in trouble or to piss off the teacher and all of them together would agree to point the finger at me that it was my fault 
Um, really? They, yeah. They would always make fun of me uh, for, you know, for the way I spoke. Um, and they would, yeah, they would isolate me. Like, How they long were, were you there? Uh, well, so what happened, it didn't. It was traumatizing enough, but uh, it didn't last long. It was only for, like, I came in, like, in the middle of the school year. So maybe, like, I dealt with it for, like, five or six months. Okay. And then, um, so it's, it's like, it's, it's really cool. It sounds like a 1980s, like, redemption kind of story, like, underdog story. Because I, 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 I went through that summer. I came back, and it was right back into it. They were all making fun of me. And they were all, like, you know, like, oh, look, mira te gringo. You think you're the shit. And I, I barely even spoke to anybody. And they're like, oh, because you're American, you think you're better than us, and blah, blah, blah. And it was really, really, really traumatizing in that sense. And then... Um, and then one day, uh, they were playing rugby. Rugby's really big, at least in Chile, but I think in South America, it's like you have soccer and you have rugby. And they were playing rugby, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Can I play? And I can't believe they said yes. They were like, sure. And they handed me the ball, and I started running. And I, well, they, I was like, how do you play? And they're like, you just get to, you get to the to the other side, to the you know whatever the touchdown area, as we call it in American football. And but if you're gonna get tackled you can pass the ball back to whoever's behind you. And I was like, oh, this is my moment. And they tossed me the ball, and I knocked every kid down. Wait, so you knew that you were going to like use your physical size to like knock, knock all the little all the Chilean kids fleas off you? Exactly. I mean, not to say that they're... Tiny, no, they were. Yeah, they're they were. tiny. No, they were. Little. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I'm not petty. I'm not petty. <laughs> I'm not petty. And, uh, and then one of the... Um, because this was during recess, and one of the teachers that was supervising the recess happened to be the rugby coach. And he walked up to me after all these kids are like in the ground crying. One of them I knocked the wind out of, and he was like crying. Coach didn't give a fuck. He just went right up to me. He goes, what are you doing after school? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, you need to come to rugby practice. You need to be on the team. And I was like, okay. And then next thing you know, I was playing rugby all the time. And, uh, and, and that changed and, and that changed the everything. That changed yeah. the dynamic. Yeah. That changed the dynamic. How long were you in Chile for? Uh, for four years. Wow. I came back when I was 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like another change. You'd think that it would be easy to come back, but it was like No, a kids are fucking other, horrible. Yeah, it was, it was. And they're like the social cliques and groups are established, like especially between the ages of like 10 and 13. So like if you're not in, you're out. And if you're out, like it's lonely out there. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention I'm an only child. So it was like, I had to, it was like a lot of it going, like going through. I had a sibling and it was still on the outs. It's still. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was, it's a lonely. It could it could get lonely. Like my sister and I went to the, my sister and I had very different experiences because she was part of the in group of her of like of her classmates, mm -hmm. and because of the way that like the schools that we went to, we went to this we did the same magnet program, but she started hers in elementary school, and okay. I joined that same magnet program as a middle schooler, but I had gone to a different elementary, so like. The kids that I clashed with were like the the group of kids that my sister was a part of, like just five years back. Okay. Like she went up through the Carver, the Sunset Carver Gables group, and I came in the Carver from a different school. So like I didn't know anybody, and oh, all of those cliques yeah. were came in Work. from Sunset, and so my sister like went to Carver, and she had the time of her life. Like that whole little clique of hers, like they went all the way all up together and she had a great time. And so I remember my sister saying something about middle school and how much fun it was, and I was like, yeah, because you went to Sunset and you had all your little friends from there. And everyone who didn't go there at school had a hard time. And she's like, yeah, I could see how that would be the case. Because she remembers those kids that didn't mix. 
Right. Oh, yeah. And so how was that? I mean, so were you picked on? Did yeah. You, did, did you yeah, have I mean, a... I, yeah. There was kids that, that... Like, you find... You eventually find... Like, the outsiders have a tendency of finding each other. Yep. You know? And so, like, you just eventually, like, find the people who are nice because they don't want to get yelled at or they don't want to get excluded or so like you find people who are nice to you and you sit together at lunch and it really is just about like you know like the the recreational air times which is like you know an hour during lunch and maybe like the be right before school starts when like before classes you, everyone gets to school a little bit early so yeah. they hang out before classes start yeah and then so those are really the only two times and so i found like i found a couple little niches to like hang out in, especially seventh grade. Seventh grade was harder than eighth grade. Yeah, because it took me a while. And how were you out. bullied though? Not or how are you picked on? How are you? How are you? How are you picked on? I mean, like, dude, I was not like I'm not like a super butch kid, and so whenever like a femme kid hangs around or like acts a certain kind of way or does something a little bit different, it's just easy to get called a faggot. And so mm. you know, and so there were these very popular people who I'm not gonna call out because we probably know them i've talked about this to enough people who like grew up in miami and graduated around class of 96 97 98 mm -hmm. that either like went to school with some of these people or like went to the private schools that with some of these people that they know the names are you know the names okay and so these they're fucking assholes and the funny thing is is that like there's certain behaviors that kind of like you can see it happening and then you're like oh you're a dick and you're probably gonna end up being a dick for the rest of your life and it turns out they are right 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 like, right i they are yeah like in business dealings or like in interactions that these people have had with other people that i've that i know around i just know that, oh yeah you're still you're still a fucking dick okay yeah. cool yeah is that uh, yeah well you know it's it's funny because in 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 my experience in high school since i, I was like that I was like that nice kid, right? I was, and I was always, you know, I was just always, I liked getting along with people. I never liked any drama or anything like that. And then, uh, but th that did open the doors for, you know, like not to get picked on, but you know, to the, 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 the dicks of the school, like really like become more evident to I'll you. I'll tell you this though. I definitely learned how to be a shitty person by being shitted on because I turned around and did that to other people in high school. Oh, like when I came really? up in high school, like I had another group of friends and there was just somebody that like there was people that what for whatever reason we didn't like or I didn't like them. And we just was like we would just go in. Really? Yeah. The same way that people went in on me, like in seventh grade, I just was like instead of being having someone shine. The, there was still people that like I think once we got to high school, like everyone kind of like went into their own, like found their own niche and made their own friends. But eventually, like people just. I don't know. People have beefed. I can't even think of the whys or the hows, but yeah, like I turned on friends of mine that I no longer liked, or I felt like they had like betrayed me. Asked me the teenage betrayal. I can't even tell you what it was, but yeah, the ego just turned. The ego becomes that thing that it tries to protect itself from. It's almost like you become the monster that you don't that attacked you. Does right. that make sense? Right, right. I'm right. sure you've seen this in no, other, of like, course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you know, it's or just, like it's you become the oppressor becomes the 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 oppressed becomes the oppressor. Yeah, that's what it really became. And, and I just so, can't picture you like that, man. That's oh, so we crazy. Mean, that's why when people ask me, like, it's like I keep it in my back pocket as like something that is, I think, a useful tool, but not something that I like to do very often. But it's like if you want to be, if you want to get nasty, we could we could do this the nasty way. Mm. I know how to do the nasty. It doesn't. 
it's not it doesn't feel good it's definitely not easy yeah. like yeah people talk about going to war like we're gonna go to war i'm like oh my god go to war. because once you start open once you go down that path it's that destruction is very hard if impossible to repair Right, right, right. Like you can't take back those very mean words. You can't take back yeah. the violence is not physical because I don't. I'm not gonna like. I'm not a physically violent person. Um, but like, thankfully, that's good because yeah, you could. You, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I can't could, imagine being pushed because those dickheads that you're talking about. You can lift one on each hand, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad it didn't translate to aggression or violence yeah, in your I case. Just, like I just didn't. I don't know. Like I just never wanted to fight. I never wanted to do that. No, but, but words, words can be hurt. so. Yeah. I wanted to hurt people because I felt hurt by them. Oh, I've hurt people with my words, and it's so it it's it's awful. It's awful. It's the worst feeling because I I get triggered. There's layers to my triggers because, you know, I say, man, you know, like I, I my nice as we established in my in the first or second episode, my my nice isn't fake. If you think I'm nice, it's because I'm truly nice because I truly care. And 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 I and I just believe in just keeping the peace. And I, I, I don't find the need for drama or or any type of aggression it's just it's a waste of time and energy and just added you know unnecessary stress so then when somebody's mean to me there's the first layer of of a, of trigger is damn like what kind of person are you that you're going to be mean to somebody who's been nothing but nice to you it's number 1 and then number 2 it's like gosh like i'm my my intellect like my wording I have the I have the cap- the capability of like really hurting someone's feelings, you know, and 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 I can do it really sharply and it's really scary and I've I've hurt people's feelings. I've said things that I've regretted immediately as soon as it came out of my mouth. Yeah. And 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 I'm like, "Wow." And it's so powerful and it's affected them so much because the the same weakness that makes them want to be mean to me is the same weakness that's going to make my words more hurtful to them. Yeah. Right. Because the the reason they're being mean for no reason is because there's a weakness in them. I think that people and that's like, crazy. You know. And so I'm always careful. Sorry to, to interrupt you. I just no, no, like no. had this thought, and it's like as an adult, like it's not this. The man, it doesn't manifest the same way now as an adult as it did as a kid. I think people as a, as a kid, it's kind of like you're in people like just you know they 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 hurl insults at you, and that's kind of like being mean. Like now as an adult, like you know, how do, would you manifest being mean? It's not like someone's gonna be like. You know, I don't know if someone like were to call me a faggot at the gym, it would like probably slide right off of me. Or like maybe it would if it came from a like a nasty place, like I could tell that they're being insulting. I don't know how it would act. I may get physical because of I don't because of something inside of me that I'm no longer there's no longer like a need for fear like the fear of me being like hurt is less now than it used to be. Right, right, right. You know, so I may engage in something like that. But you wouldn't have to worry because I'd come right behind them and just knock them out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have this like feeling of like just wanting to like eliminate like just like shitty people from the universe. Right. Um, And so I don't know, like there's something weird that happens and you know, the open brings out some of the best and some of the worst in people. So Uh it's going to be really interesting to see how, all of this stuff plays out. Have you ever noticed that before? No, I've never noticed. Competition can breed like a lot of good and a lot of bad in people. Mm. Um, in the sense that like, cause you know, like you watch, there's all of these, all of our performances are trackable. Right. On, okay. on, on a, on a, on a leaderboard. Sure. And so you, 
just the same way that we can track like our daily performances in the gym on like that whiteboard from Wattify. And so people get really people can get very crazy about this. Oh wow. Like have you not have you not ever seen anyone do or say something? I, maybe I have. I, I you know, I, I stay away from things like that because it's like I know my reality in the CrossFit world. I'm just the guy I'm the dad who works out an hour a day just trying to stay fit. Like yeah, I'm but not you trying still to post your time on there. Oh yeah, yeah. I put my time on there and, and but it's it's I, my experience in the open has always been the four thirty crew supporting each other and I think the one time I got mad was when I got no repped for a pull up that was it, it wasn't supposed to be a no rep and that was like the only time I was like listen dude like I told the guy I was like come on like that was a legit did your chest you know? actually hit the bar well in scaled you don't have to do that <laughs> right so I was like dude that was a legit pull up that, that was like the extent but no I mean what you're referring to no I haven't or maybe I just haven't my, you know sometimes you have to like present it to your mind in order to see it like when you're like oh i think i like this car and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere you know so maybe now that you're bringing it to my attention i'll notice it more but up to this point no no i've never people noticed get crazy really people can get people can get crazy but can they get mean i i've seen people get mean i think i mean at the i would say at the higher levels like when you're talking about like you know when you're talking about like who's going to like re- who's going to like who's going to make the team right oh okay like who's going to be qual- who's going to qualify for the team that goes to re- we don't have that problem anymore cuz we don't have regionals anymore and all those decisions are different now but like yeah i've seen that happen or like who's going to represent like the gym at like this tournament so we want the top like i've been at not just at seoul but at other gyms like was like they, they would use the the open as like kind of like how to pick the best athletes from the gym and then that they would make like a team to represent people at like other like like other intramural games or like they had like a competitive team within the t- within the gym that would go and represent them at other like like other like competitions around town like the crush games or blah 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 this is Man, and yeah. yeah so it just gets it just, people get crazy people can get crazy that's that makes me anxious because i always i always uh, you know especially at our gym uh you know i i always i i see a different side of things you know i don't see that highly competitive we're all just like like i'm part of the group of you know the moms and the dads and the daily workers of the world that come and get their one hour of fitness on so you know it's more like hey the fact that you got it done is worth celebrating yay and everybody's like on each other's side and you know we were even talking about it the other day like not to devalue what the gym is trying to do because i love it but we were even talking about it the other day it's like okay it's it's great that we have teams and we have this but dude we're still going to support each other no matter what i you know, know but I mean? there's a part of me and this, i'm speaking for myself now there's definitely a part of me that like really with well, the moment that you divide people up into teams like the fact that you and i aren't on the same team is unfortunate because i feel like you have to go down now Okay. Like I feel like I have to take you down. That so that's how you react like to the I competition. Like I just immediately it's yeah. like okay, the lines have been drawn, the colors have been set, the the mascots have been picked oh and you we're not on the same team anymore. I, the thing is I am not competitive and, and that's like, what's I'm competitive with me, which I think that's why CrossFit is has, you know, sat so well with me. Yeah. Uh, I'm only competitive and hardest on myself, but like 
I'm the guy, and I know this is annoying, and I, and I hate talking about it because I know that it annoys people. But I'm the guy that if you got in my face and said, I'm going to fucking kick your ass in this wad, I'm going to tap you on the shoulder and be like, look, dude, I hope you do, man. Because if you do, that means you're in great shape and you've worked hard for this, dude. So, you know, and that piss, that, eso cae mal, you know, and I don't mean for it to I land get, the wrong way, you know, but certain, I mean it sincerely, yeah. but I know I've, I've had to control that. Because I know that it does, that nice does come off as fake. So like, so I've had to control saying things like that. So I've limited it to like, I'm be like, all right, man, you know, let's do this. And in my head, I'm thinking, dude, I'm really like, it, this means more to you than it means to me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, but in, but out, outwardly, I'll be like, yeah, let's do this, bro. Arr. Okay, and I'm just gonna do the walk the same way I was gonna do the walk sure. anyway. You 100%. Know? So, so I have to be, and, and I'm like that with everything, man. Like with every, and 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 it's not lack of drive or ambition because you know, like I said, I'm very competitive with myself. It's with others. It's like that one on like me against you thing that I've never fallen for. Ne I've never ever ever, you know, like when I go watch like the times I've watched, uh, you know, the times I've gone and played hoops, right? I've uh, just kidding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. But like when I go when I go and like watch um football games and you know, oh yeah, your team sucks. I'm like, yeah, they, they're not doing well. You're right. That's a that's a that's a true statement. Yeah. Right? And people are like, Oh, you're so freaking annoying, bro. Like, can't you just play along and be like, Fuck you, bro? Like my team's still better. I'm like, No, it's just no me nace. That's not me. I I mean, I can't relate. I feel like that's my guess is it's probably because of the way I was raised. Like that's definitely a nurture thing. Yeah, because I feel like my sister's the same way. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. she's super down with, like, her sports teams, and we're, we're, I mean, we're a competitive household, like, everything So, would is, you get mean, though? Like, going back to, like, because I'm going back to, like, this, I mean, the example it would definitely used. be, like, if we won and you lost, I'd be, like, we won and you lost. There would be glowing. Okay. No, because earlier when the example you used, like, I can't imagine a situation I wouldn't, where like, sabotage somebody you. Would, would somebody would call you a name. Right. Um, and and mean it in a malicious way. Like, I can't imagine a group of adults behaving this dude, way. Look, there's, okay, but I, like, can I, I, I can I can I, I can, would be disappointed. Like, can, I'd be like, dude, I don't want to be here right because now. Because people use language and some people and sometimes the language that people use can be taken like people use figurative language and it's taken literally. The wrong way. Right. And so and that's be and that becomes the source of conflict. Correct. Right. That is. And the so source. if person A hurls and hurls what they consider to be a playful insult to person B, but person B gets triggered by that insult because of past issues with that word for me it would be faggot right like if someone hurls faggot at me as an insult and i take it not as like a playful trolling but as a like a legitimate hurtful insult i'd be like you fucking fuck you fuck you for and fuck you forever right right yeah like any kind of relationship that we had that line has been crossed and I'm done with you. That would be hurtful to observe. That whole situation would got, be hurtful to observe. If the person who hurls that insult see, doesn't make an uh, uh, not, doesn't make an attempt to make like meaningful like reparations to me, like let's say we had a previous relationship, like we work out together, mm. right, in the right. same gym, yeah, and you and and you for whatever reason in this in the the height. Of emotion, emotion, and you know whatever you that sale 
you hurl that and it hits me and I get pissed and I yell back and it, it, it escalates to the point that we need to be like separated and then a conversation needs to be had and reparations aren't made, then that's it. We're done. We're done. Like yeah. that relationship is soured and done. Man, that's that's so crazy because, I it, you know, it doesn't occur to me. In also, that. like you don't even know people's backstories too. Like you don't know, like there's also like, I don't think it's it could be just a single action. It's usually like a series of actions and a series of behaviors over a period of time that just start to like build and build and build and then eventually blows up into something else. Mm. Man, that's this is the drama. That, that's the, the drama. Yeah, yeah no. Part. And I know, I know it, it, it exists at all ages and sometimes I'm a little idealistic and I want to, you know, pretend everything is like freaking Disney world and everyone gets along. And I understand that in the, in the realms of competition, you're, you're when you're, when you go, when you're part of like a gym and you go and you work out for one hour a day and you leave, you have an entire other life. Yeah. And so it's not like all of your life, you know, I like, see, I see like, I see like if that being more of like, you were like, I don't know, like if you're a professional athlete, you know, like you're, I just, the world championships of, of track and field or of athletics is happening right now. And I'm seeing these people like just all they do is like run, run, run 24 seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. The same way that we see the athletes in the gym sometimes training for CrossFit games at that level all the time, all the time, all the time. You can imagine that there's going to be drama. In yeah. those communities. Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, if I'm working out and somebody calls me a bitch, then it depends who it's coming from. Because there's certain people in the gym where I'm like, yeah, you would say that. And I guess I'm, I would liken it to, like, and your I'm, band, right? Yeah. Like, you spend a lot of time with your, with your band. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of time that's been had. There's been a lot of, like, you guys know each other from a long time. Yeah. And there's li lines that shouldn't be crossed. Correct. That can be because right. of the past and because of the information that you know about each other and whatever. And if one day someone has a little bit too much or feels is pissed about something else and you say something wrong and that triggers another person, so the sweat, they, they let something out. And the next thing you know, you're like in fisticuffs in the back. Oh, you know, and man. Gosh, I can't imagine a situation where that, that would happen. I hope that I hope that never happens. I hope your team does really well. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. We're gonna win. You know, it's funny. Who's who's the coach that that uh, who who's the coach for your team? Frank. Frank. Okay. Uh, so I walked up to Coach Aleman. I think he's I don't the know, Bears. The Bears. And I, uh, the, so this is this is this See, is like I know this is Carlos. I know who is on everyone's team. I know the coach over everybody's team. Yeah, you do. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'm still trying to find I out who's on my targets. team. Okay. I'm trying to find out who's on my team. So I, so I know I, who the elite athletes are on every team. Oh so that now God. we can just like and then there's like points differentials. So now we know how to. We have to like know how to like get points. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take that because all of my team's gonna come to all of my gigs and we're gonna make outings out of every gig that I play. So okay, so so and we're then I that. follow you and then my team will be there getting yes. all of your points also. And, and so the only person winning there is me because I have more people at my show. Yeah. Yay! Until the Tigers beat up the Panthers oh, at your God. gig. That's awful. But the, <laughs> here's here's Carlos shit talking. Here's here's the extent of my uh -huh. shit talking. I, I walk up to Coach Aleman. He's just. He's, I love, him. he's one of my favorite people. And I just walked up to him and I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, I just, I really wanted to apologize to you. And he's like, and he got really serious and, and he has this look, you know, like he's, he's very intense and he's like, he's like, why dude, what happened? I go, I'm just really sorry. I'm not on your team, dude. Like your team's really going to miss out on not having me on your team. So wow, really sorry about that. And he was just like, yeah, 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 Joe, Great. yeah, definitely, definitely really bad for us. And he just kind of walked away. And I was like, I just started laughing because I'm like this freaking amateur athlete, 40 year old dad who just gets his one hour sure. in. And I'm like, hey, you're, it's too bad. I'm not on your team. 
Yeah. That's, that's Cardo shit talking, everybody. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, but I, I think that when we're younger and we associate people in our adult life that reminds us of those, of those people that were mean to us when we were younger. I think we still have reactions to it. You know, I, I went to a, I went to a Christian school. Westminster Christian School. And at the time, I don't know what the situation is now, but at the time, they were very, very well known for baseball. That's where A-Rod went to school. Uh, and A-Rod graduated from Westminster and got directly drafted into the into the major leagues. So when I entered Westminster, all these baseball players were coming to Westminster. Just to, It was a baseball school. That's where I'm getting at. It was okay. a baseball school. And there was a culture at Westminster at the time between, at least when I was there, between 1990. 1997 where if you weren't a baseball player you were just you were worthless like you were just like another body at the school but the the people that got like all the attention and like you could get away with murder were the baseball players but like me i got caught smoking a cigarette on a class trip and i got suspended for a week you know what i mean whoa yeah 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 you know and but like you know these baseball players were mean to kids they were you know they walked around like they owned the school and like all these things it's like you're watching like was these like yeah it was co-ed okay. and you're like watching these like not crimes but you're watching like these unjust things happen and you're like damn like i get suspended for that but these guys don't get in trouble for anything and that was you know it was baseball and academics was second so like it's funny because you know when i interact with people that remind me of that personality type now uh as an adult i do it like a little bit of resentment kind of triggers you know and i'm like I'm like, oh yeah, I know your type, and it, that's so unfair because like we're 40 now. They had their dads, they're triggers, married. Man. We just get triggered, you know, and it's Our like past not fair. Is destined to haunt us. If Preconceived we don't, like, notions, man. I mean, I think it's I think it's fine to. It's that initial like feeling of like being triggered by whatever is not it's it's completely natural right you know there's nothing wrong with that i don't think we have to judge that feeling i think what comes afterwards is like what do we do with it and how do we actually react that therein lies our opportunity for a choice to be made i wonder if we resent the same type of person i mean we can talk about it off the podcast okay I'm not going to burn a whole group of people that... No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. I mean, there's definitely people that I know that, like, I see on a daily basis. There's people that, like, remind me of other people that irritate me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and their behavior irritates me, and the things mm. they say irritate me, and I just smile and nod and... Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I mean, what I... Yeah. I, what I try to do is I just try to say, okay, wait a minute we should all be different people by now. Like this isn't, this isn't the person that was in high school. Everyone's matured. And I know again, idealistic because I know some 40 year olds who have not matured a single bit. And that's insane to me, but whatever, that's neither here or there. And, and, but I always try to like, I lead with that I say, you know, chances are this person is also a parent or this person is also married or this person also has the same responsibilities I do. And we're all just kind of like getting through life together. You know, so it's uh, I always try to lead with that and not let the preconceived notions take over. That's a good thing to do. I think so. I mean, I, you know, I 
You don't. Maybe do it's that. because I'm sick right now that I just feel like my bullshit meter is just down, or like my ability to like restrain myself or say nice things or PC things is a little less. Yeah. But or and maybe in this, yeah, I think there's moments where I'm less likely to be like tolerant than others. And this is definitely one of those moments where I'm not feeling very tolerant right now. Yeah. And usually in these situations, I will limit all contact. Mm. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it's why I've been locked up in the house. No, and that's legitimate. <laughs> that's legitimate. You know, um, I've, I've had some issues yeah. this week where people have said some things to me where I'm like, man, I'm like, I can't believe that you would, you know, say something like that. And, and it makes me want to isolate myself from the world. It's like, you're, you know, you try so hard to like get along with everybody and give everybody the benefit of the doubt and you give everybody a fair shot. And then, and then yet, and then people, some people just take advantage of that and just really like nail you with shit. Fuck those people. That's what I think. I think people who are shitty get shit back. And I don't have to be the person that gives the shit back. Right. But I could definitely feel like a okay with thinking that you're a shitty person. And if anyone asks, I'd be like, yeah, that person's a shitty fucking person because of X, Y, and Z. And that person, for somebody else, like the way that we've talked in the past, that like there's literally a million versions of you because of how people perceive you might be like, that person could also be like, oh, she's a saint. Right. She's such a wonderful lady. Right. And so because the interaction that you had with that person was bad, your perception of that person is that they're shitty. But that same person could be a, a saintly person, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's so crazy. I, I love I love that um, that concept or that thought because it's so true. Like mm. there's there's people out there that probably like really don't like me. You know what I mean? And it's so crazy. And I know it. I know they're out there. It's a fact. But yeah. but it's so like I. It's a fun thought. Be like, damn. I wonder if they're like, dude, that guy's such a piece of shit. You know. <laughs> Like that, I, that makes me laugh. Like it makes me like, it's so, you know, interesting that conversations like that have been had, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Because one of the, um, one of the most important, uh, I guess, suggestions or, or recommendations to improve your, um, psychology of personal development and, and I mean, personal, uh, effectiveness is acknowledging that not everybody has to like you. And that's like one of the, there's like these rules, there's like 10 of them. And, and the number one thing is not everyone has to like you. No. And, uh, and that's like one of the, cause you know, if people think positive psychology, a lot of people assume, oh, in positive psychology, you think everybody needs to like you. And it's like, no, it's like, it's very, very different than what people think it is. Positive psychology is gets, gets, uh, labeled for a lot of things that it's not. And, uh, and, and one of the things is that people in the positive psychology world are actually very real realistic people. And uh, so anyway, so that's like one of the first things it's like, not everybody needs to like you. And everyone's no. like, what? And it's such a freedom really. Well, yeah. Just like learning to say no. Exactly. Without having to like follow it up with a reason why. That's huge. Like, you know, people who ask you to do things and you, you don't want to do it. So then you're like, oh, I have to make up. Uh, another commitment to oh, like, yeah, justify to, the to reason justify why, it. as opposed to no, thank you. Yeah, and that's it. I I and then just stay quiet. And while the person's just like, oh, really? Like you're really not going to even try? What a dick! He must be on the other team. <laughs> just kidding. Tiger's too busy. <laughs> 
Tigers. Doing what? None of your fucking yeah. business. Less tigers do. Tigers, tigers too busy. Tigers too busy. It doesn't concern you. If you're not a tiger, then you wouldn't understand. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's actually saying no is a is a healthy thing to do. The 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 struggle I have, <laughs> the struggle I have is that I'm so like Lauren calls me a yes man. That when you've accustomed people, you've conditioned people around you to be a yes person, then it's almost like unfair to them to like turn on them and become a different person. And all of a sudden, Carlos, who I'm used to him saying yes to everything, all of a sudden, Carlos is like saying no to everything. Like, what a dick. What happened? Like, why is he being such an asshole? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's because crazy. I'm the other side of that. David's like, George always says no first. Oh, that- He'll ask me, do you want to know? He's like, you don't even know what I want to do yet. Okay, just finish your question. And he'll tell it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Because the answer is I rarely want to do anything. Yeah. Like, I... So what do you like doing then? In the, so in the, Usually that, it's whatever I feel like doing in the moment. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I don't like... I don't like making plans because it beholden me to those plans. And it doesn't give me any freedom to do what I want. It limits the, you. Yeah. And so I don't like to do that. And David is such a planner, and especially a planner in advance... That it's like, I get like that. I it's probably like a feeling of needing to be in control of like my life. That I'm like, no. If I don't want to, I'm not going to tell you yes today to something from three months from today because I don't know how I'm going to feel in three months. So I'd rather just tell you no now. And when the day comes, if I'm feel if I'm up to it, sure. Gosh, man, that's so crazy. Because you know, I've been wanting to ask this question, and and. I'm going to ask before I forget it because every time I think about it, I forget it and I never ask it. Why at what, I don't know at what point in my life or in our lives or whoever can relate to what I'm, what I'm going to say. Why is it that when you plan for something, by the time that comes around, there's so many memes about this, but the time, by the time that comes around, you don't feel like doing it anymore. And you're like, damn, why did I commit to this? I'd rather be doing nothing today as opposed to like, I'm not doing anything and something popped up and hey, I'm really excited about it. Like because I don't think it has anything to do with the event itself. I think it has everything to do with the fact that one's it one is limiting and one is spontaneous. I figured this out. Okay. I figured it out. And it's usually like you want to do things when you're feeling in that moment of that feeling. I got so it. like yeah. when I'm in the moment of like I want to like go dancing and I see an event that's like let's go dancing I will be like yes so I'll plan like a dance thing and we'll all go out it'll be great but and let's say that that moment is like at 2:30 on a Thursday okay but the event is like at 10 p.m. on a Saturday so at 2 p.m. on a Thursday when I'm planning the event I'm like yeah yeah that's because in that moment that's what i want to do i'm probably like i don't know where i am and what i'm doing but i'm like that sounds like so much fun <laughs> and i'm like listening to the song yeah you're in the car and dancing. I'm in the dance. you're driving I'm like, and you're dancing yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> but then like inevitably like 10 p.m comes on a saturday and i'm like why am i not in bed yeah dude like what whose idea was this it was yours george fuck me yeah why would i do this to myself yeah that's why i only plan one dance party a year which is 80s prom. 80s prom. Yeah. So we are going to look forward to that and enjoy it. I know that I can always have fun at 80s prom no matter what. Okay. Like, it's an easy peasy night for me. Like, it's not... Str- I, I know what I'm getting. I love it. The music is always fun. I always have a good time. I'm never like, why am I doing this? Yeah. No. N- not even a question. Well, that I... I I agree with you. And I've learned through Lauren, because Lauren is a lot like you. 
and I'm, I've been noticing this in our podcast that y- you and Lauren are, are like more like more alike and me and David are very alike. I'm oh, really? sorry. I'm starting to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get that. I could be completely wrong and that's fine. But but based on what I've gathered so far, I totally see that. So I but I instead of being resistant, I've actually learned from Lauren. So I've I've actually said, I don't know. You know what? I can't commit to anything. I really don't know. You know, and, and I've learned this about myself through her i've learned this that you know man like i'd rather i'd rather do things spon- uh, spontaneously um than something that or, or agree to do something two or three weeks later at the risk of like not looking forward to it the day of you sure know? um so i've become less of a yes man which is cool and also th- there's also things that like i feel like i'm more willing to do like i'm definitely more willing to go and eat something Yes. Then do something. Right. You know, like, let's go oh, throw an axe. No, I don't want to fucking throw an axe. This axe throwing thing, which is like a newfound, let's yeah, get together yeah. and hang out situation. Like, no, I don't want to throw an axe. One of the teams is going to do that as their event, as their outing. Well, it better not be the Tigers because guess who's not going to be there? Me. I'm not throwing an axe. I've seen enough videos of axes bouncing off the floor and being swung back at people to know better. I was I was about to say the same exact thing. No, I've I'm, seen enough of those videos where I'm like, I don't want to be in, even in axe. the vicinity. Nope, I don't. I'm not interested. No, I'd rather throw a bowling ball down on it. I'd rather go bowling. I'd, I love going bowling. I'd rather go bowling. I'd I don't rather, even love bowling, but I'd rather go bowling. Oh, I love bowling. Okay. I think it's super fun. I'm horrible, but I think it's I think it's really fun. See, I get competitive. Oh, see, that is, see, that to me is where I kind of start saying, man, like, it, do you get, does the co- the competitive nature interfere with your good time? It could. It's why, it's, it's why I have to, like, it's why I don't, tra- it's why I stopped training to compete. Damn. See, like, that's, see that? No, I'm not going to say that's not good because to each their own and everyone's different and it's not good or bad. That's why but I I'm use just, performance-based goals to drive my training. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. See that see, it's the carrot. Like it's not. You're like it's all about the journey, and I'm like, yeah, but I need to have like very hard destination markers along the way. Like I can't just get in the car and drive endlessly. Like no, we need to know where we're gonna go, huh. and eventually, once we get there, we can go to the next spot. Oh, but like we need to know where we're stopping at least to pee. Right, I got you. <laughs> you know, like we need to. <laughs> I can't just be like aimlessly <laughs> like running around. What the point? What is the point where of this? We're stopping at least to pee. Like, where is the point where we're getting out? Like, we're eventually going to make us. Oh, yeah, yeah. you see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're very different in that sense. Uh-huh. Cause like, I, you know, I, I'm always like, I, as long, I just want to, I want to be with people. I want to have a good time. Like, yeah, this is like a byproduct of what we're doing. Like, like bowling would be the thing that we happen to be doing, but the, the, where I'm winning my victory is that I'm enjoying the people i can have a lot of fun you know? with everybody around but if i get to win at the end of the night it's like yes. okay but do you get like mean if you lose no. and like ruin no, no, the no. night no 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 because i've been out with those people no no i've been out with people night. okay i've it been out with people night, who regress I will definitely feel better about everything oh if I win. yeah okay so i'll make sure i always <laughs> let you win well you won't have to because i'll beat you that's what, that's the answer I was waiting for. Yeah. Very good. You I was just I was just testing your competitive you nature, to, and you you won. Yeah. You won. You 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 win everything. Always. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It is, what it is. I mean, 
There's certain things that I know that I could beat people in, and there's yeah. certain things that I know that I will not beat somebody in. You want to have a singing competition? No, because well, actually, we could probably do like a karaoke thing. I have a karaoke system that actually scores people. Really? Yeah, I do. You so know, I could theoretically, I could have a singing competition with you, and you, and you could beat me. Because, I know that's what I'm because, saying. Because karaoke, you get more points by by trying. You should. This this is my opinion of karaoke, because I don't think. Like, I go to karaoke places, and, and usually the people running it know me, and they're like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't sing. You can't sing this song. So they'll make sure I sing, like, something that they know I like, like some kind of hip-hop song or, like, a, a rap song. And I'm like, and they'll just see me flop, and they're like, that's karaoke. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because, no. like, yeah, 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 yeah. You want karaoke to be, like, someone singing good. Well, yeah, but it's also fun to see, like, the singer kind of, like, be, like, kind of fumbling and like oh my god i don't know what this is you know what i mean like it's very easy for me to like put on a song that oh, i already I'll just sang put on some nickelback for you to sing next time oh, I hate nickelback. <laughs> oh my god please don't do that look yeah. at this photograph oh god i hate that dude no 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 well maybe for karaoke purposes so wait so now that we're going to be neighbors this interests me so you have a karaoke machine i do okay good good to know just let me write that down yes neighbors neighbors i'm kind of excited about this it's gonna be fun yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so the the com- the competitive nature is, is I think is is good, and and I admire it. You know, I don't know why I ended up being the way I am, uh, but I am competitive enough with myself to you know to to fill that. You know, I feel better about. I always end up feeling better when I'm not looking externally, um, and I'm just focused on myself. The moment that I start to look outside of what everyone else is doing and measure myself against that is when I get more frustrated, I get more anxious, I get more upset, and things start and the wheels start to fall off of the wagon. Right. Um, and so I need to rem- remind myself of those feelings and just be like, okay, no, no, you can't control any of that. The only thing you can control is yourself and in this moment. And so that's it. And so when are you planning on doing the open workouts? Probably Fridays. Okay. It's just that they're already going to be scheduled with the class workout. So I'll just do it then. And honestly, like my whole goal this year was just to get through it um, and let whatever the fitness be what it is. And Mm. then in a year from now, see where I'm at again. Okay. And use like an entire year of doing nothing but only CrossFit. To gauge that. To gauge that. Like, can I get fitter doing only CrossFit? Because I haven't been doing CrossFit for like, I've only been doing CrossFit since like July. Right, right. So it's only been like three months yeah. of it. So in a year from now, when we're doing the open again, that'll be the real test. I see. That's great, man. I, you know what? I think uh, I think it's time that I do something similar. I think I'm going to start like at least tracking my performance to, um, you know, I even got one of those journals. There's this company called Jim Gypsy. Okay. And I, I got one of their journals because it has you actually journal what what you did in the workouts that day, what skill movement you did. And, you know, so I, I, I got one of those because I think I'm going to start. You've, you really triggered that thought. And I've been thinking about it a lot since that episode uh, where, you know, uh, yeah, it's great to have nutrition goals because that's where my struggle was because I don't have issues working out or getting to the gym. But I think that. There's you a know, ton of things you can measure, Carlos. There's yeah. like your mile time, your 400 meter Absolutely. time, your 500 meter row time, yeah. your 5K row time, your yeah. back squat run rep max, yeah. your deadlift maxes. All of yeah. them. You just did a, a you just did a CrossFit total. 
Yeah, well, I didn't participate in that because it targeted all my injuries, so I, I didn't I didn't participate in that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, it's all logged, it's all there, but I don't go in and access and pay attention to it. So now, like, I'm I'm creating a system where I can actually go back and be like, okay, the last time this is what I did, and and my goal should be I don't know five more pounds, or you know, my goal should be maybe gain a minute in my mile, or you know, do this faster, like just be more on top of it, you know, mm-hmm. to like see, am I making progress? Am I not making progress? Because right now the only gauge um that i use are those um those those marker wads where you know like what's it called grace uh, friend the benchmarks yeah yeah the benchmarks right so that's it and like you know so the last benchmark workout we did i was slower than the last time but yeah. that one workout is not gonna say oh i'm just less fit now that's that's not how it works it's a combination of a lot of different things so i'm gonna start monitoring more yeah yeah good yeah so thank you for that you're welcome yeah you want to go play hoops? I am sure. Play hoops. I'll, is it shoot Do you want to play horse? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I will, yes. I will definitely play some horse with you sometime. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. I'm a little like, I'm definitely out of it. Like, it's not, I'm not 100%. I love it, though. But um, here I am. Here you are. You I'm made it. I'm glad we did it. I'm I, glad. We made it I was happen. literally like, in bed watching. Have you seen the movie The Lost Boys? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen that movie. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I watch it every year around this time of year. Okay, so I was in the mood for like a Halloween kind of movie. And I know the whole premise. And I love like 80s everything. So I put it on and I was watching it. And I was like, uh, I just want to stay in bed and watch The Lost Boys. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's so funny. I'm going to watch it tonight. And like got, I was able to watch the whole thing, and then like that's the, that was like literally the thing I was doing right before I got here. That's so, so like, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, yeah. Man. Hey, consistency. We are making it happen. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Georgia. I'm really worried. I'm so busy this weekend. I have this. I have that. I have birthday parties, and I have this, and I have that. And then, and and Georgia's like, okay, well, I'm the polar opposite of you because I'm doing nothing because I don't feel well. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, Sunday at five. And you're like, sure. And I'm like, yes. We, did. we are plowing through. We're doing it. And that's why I was like, I know I have to just get out of bed and go. Just Good. go. Like, he has been running around all weekend. Like, you can get out of bed for this. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that does mean a lot. So, I, it really does. So, I, um, so the, the next time, we, no, 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 we'll still be here. But I think in two episodes, we will be in my new place. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that fast? They want us in. They, they are trying to get us in uh, already starting October 15th if we wanted. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's not determined yet right now as, as the lease stands right now. It's November 1st. So as 1st. if you don't have enough shit going on, you're going to move too. I know. Way to go, Carlos. <laughs> Way to be Carlos, Carlos. That's the most Carlos fucking thing you've said all day today. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm I'm scaling back. Holy shit! <laughs> but yet I'm moving. Fuck. <laughs> guys, I don't even want to tell you how. I mean, this. Oh my god, you're crazy. Oh my god. Ow. I'm gonna be fine. I'm just kind of dying inside. <laughs> he like just realized it, guys. Like I'm he's barely making it. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I really did just realize. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can tell. 
I'm going to get on the phone with them tomorrow and be like, wait, wait, thank you for the offer, <laughs> but uh, November 1st. November 1st. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. All right. So I, um, I am very, very excited for everything that's coming our way. I like to say that. I always like to throw all that out in the universe. I want to thank, again, I know we do it a lot. I don't, we don't do it every time, but... I want to thank people who are listening. I want to thank people who have reached out and just said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm listening to your podcast or I listen to your podcast and, you know, man, I'm really enjoying it. And I really liked it when you talked about this or when you said that or, you know, I really related to you guys when you were talking about this or the other. And 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 that just every single time, it's not it's not an ego based thing. It's like really pure joy of of knowing that the things we talk about is resonating. It is connecting. Um, somebody referred to the sex episode the other day and they were just like, you know what? So many, so many things of what you said, people don't talk about, but the reality, that's the reality. That's, that's what happens in relationships. And it's so true. And everything you guys saying, you guys are saying so true. And I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was me or I just thought it wasn't, you know, people just don't talk about it. I don't know. I wasn't sure. But the fact that you said it so calmly and so you normalized it so much, it, it really made, you know, it just made a world of difference. So to all those people who approach us or call us or text and email and all that, thank you so much. It's a privilege to be able to share this with you, Carlos, and yes, with I everyone feel the who listens to it. Um, and even on days like today that I don't feel 100% and I may be coming across as less than likable, um, I understand. And I thank you for your patience and kindness. I love you, George. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it's understandable. When we get sick, it's understandable. Keep dude. it real, yo. Keep it real, 100. yo. 100. Uh, yeah. Hey, where can they find you on the interwebs? Um, at Moaka Media. That's our Instagram account. Yes, it is. And mine is at Carlos Escanilla and underscore LMHC. And I am George I. Sanchez. And you can send us an email at Media at gmail.com. And if you are enjoying the podcast or if you're still kind of, you know, you've been on the fence, but now you've decided that it's a great time to go to iTunes and give us a five star rating, we welcome it with complete gratitude. Do you know why it's important that people do this for us no i actually no because it actually boosts our ability for the podcast to be found like it, in my understanding is that like you're like when people search for things or like looking for kind of different types of podcasts that have like the keywords that we have it'll pop the up more the more ratings and the more uh reviews that people have put in um the higher the more the, the, the higher our podcast like is bumped up in right that in, that, in the search results yeah, and stuff and like so, that like guys oh we, guys please by all means <coughs> go yeah. go now just click that fifth star we just want to make carlos's life even more more complicated by having to do this more often <laughs> like i need to get this like bigger production deals i need to get more dates on board more tour dates i'm gonna tell you something right dates. now if i can just narrow down my daily activities to tact mind and this podcast that would be the dream I that would be the dream. So I'm here to make your dreams come true. Let's Carlos. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Cause it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking around. All right. I got nothing else. Bye. Right. Bye guys. Bye.